episode 15 of the Tottenham Hotspur Family Podcast. My name's Javid, and before I introduce my guest this week, um, a quick mention on last week's podcast. So last week we had an all-female Tottenham Hotspur podcast. Um, thank you for all of the people who took, took part, all, all the ladies. Um, they did a fantastic job. Um, in particular, Nikki, Nikki Meps, who um, only about a week or so before um, the podcast, I asked her if she could, um, if, she, if she would present the pod in my absence and um, she stepped up up to the challenge and, and did a really good job um, the feedback that we've had from all the listeners has been really good it's been really positive um, and for those of you who have asked and are wondering um, there will hopefully be um, more all-female podcasts in the future um, can't obviously always do it every week necessarily but maybe once a month who knows um, it, it was that good and, uh, <laughs> once a month well <laughs> now now um so yeah that's one to, one to look out for um also excuse the fact that my voice is a bit um croaky um i've it's just gone 1558 and i came back from um uh, white main uh, which uh was uh, epic shall i say um and i was screaming my head off and people were giving me strange looks because I, I don't think I've been ever I've been so animated in my entire life um, so my voice might be somewhat croaky um, as for today's podcast so joining me this week we've got JB Wicks from Bristol hello Liam Hennessy from Twickenham delighted to be here and making his debut Nick Phil from Norfolk good afternoon everyone Afternoon, chaps. Right, so should we begin with, with the West Ham game? Yeah, let's. Nick, what, what was your take on it? Uh, well, I only listened to it on the radio, so um, it was kind of frustrating. It didn't sound like we played particularly well. Um, but being 2 0 down with 10 minutes to go to come back and grab a point, I'm absolutely delighted. I, I'm just delighted. It's always good not to lose against that lot, and it feels like a victory for me. Liam? Well, I'm delighted with the point, of course, but I think really if we look at it and um, the balance of the play of the game, we were actually unlucky not to win it. West Ham always seemed to play a certain way against us where they just crouch like rocks waiting for us to move and then and then come out of nowhere and score a goal with their only attack. You know, this time they didn't have many more attacks. We limited them quite well. We were a bit overrun in midfield. I was a bit concerned about that. But in terms of chances and in terms of that, that um, uh, I don't know if you noticed, but the defender who was uh, interfering with play, who the referee conveniently ignored uh, for uh, one of their goals, um, really, we should have, as as Potticino said in his interview afterwards, you know, we really should have won that game, you know. But a point isn't too bad, all things considered, the way it, it unfolded. That's my perspective on it. But I'd be interesting to interested to hear what Joby thinks. What do you think, Joby? Uh, well, I, I sat and watched the game with my granddad. Whenever games on telly, I, I always sit and watch them. It means the reason why I'm a Spurs fan. 
And um, we're both quite pissed off, to be honest with you, because Spurs just weren't really at it today at all. The, the, yeah. the passing wasn't very good. Mm. Um, it, it was just lacklustre. To me, it looked as though they were mentally tired and not physically tired. You know, the, yeah. the, the fitness levels are, are, are so much better this season that yeah. although yeah. it's like the 43rd, 44th game of the season, they still look, you know, in, in very good condition. But mentally-wise, mm. you know, you saw a few of the players looking at each other, passes were going astray, there looked to be a bit of moaning going on, and, and West Ham just took a full advantage of that. You know, they, they packed up the midfield, they were very physical, very strong, and um, quite frankly, we went 1-0 down, well, and we kind of both thought, well, you know, that happens quite often now, no need to panic at all. 2-0 down, we both thought it was game over, to be honest with you, and it wasn't until we got the... Um, the goal right. that was just allowed us offside. That just seemed to spur the team. Yeah. At that point, they realised they could actually, you know, do something score a goal. And like the Granite said, why the hell couldn't they play that from the beginning? It's like, to me, Dembele again today just seemed a bit like he'd be caught, caught in possession for the first goal, and he just seemed a bit like his ponderous kind of self again. He's been quite, you know, lately yeah. he's been quite a good player, and he's been kind of pushing on. But today he seemed a bit. Lethargic and just he's back to, he's back to that, that old style. I don't even yeah. notice, but he run. Do you, do you remember back in the days of the old school fa- uh, school sports days? You'd have a you'd have a you'd have a race for all the non-athletic types, right? <laughs> the egg and spoon race, right? The egg and spoon race. So that's you know the fat fat boy back. Could be Everyone there, gets a go then, don't they? Yeah. And they yeah. Yeah, but they'd always run in that certain way, you know, sort of like to get as much suspension as they could so that the egg doesn't fall off. They run, sort of keeping their hips nice and steady. Yeah, and, and Dembele always reminds me of that. You know, he runs like he's holding a, a, a spoon with an egg on it. Just so run. And for the last few games... Fat kid in the egg and spoon yeah. race midfield. No, <laughs> he, runs, he runs like an egg and spooner. That's, that's what he... He's an egg and spooner, isn't he? Well, it's interesting to see... The last few games, he's... Last few, just to finish my rant, last few games he's broken out of that gear and he's rediscovered the gates after it, you know, the, the yeah. next gear up. But, yeah. but unfortunately, I think the reason why is because he, 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 he hasn't been in a position to run onto the ball very often. He's always running at people. Yeah. And I suppose that would excuse the, 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 egg, the egg spooner. But, you know, yeah. what can you do? Well, it's interesting you say that because he's had um, hip injuries in the past, hasn't he? I mean, that yeah. first season, yeah. he had a brilliant start. He picked up that hip injury. And in all honesty, he's never looked the same player ever since that. So whether yeah. there might be something there, which does, you know, yeah. affect, affect things. It's, it's very true because he's, he's, he's still got the same skill and everything. And, and you know, in, in that instinctive moment, he's still got the ability to just turn and bang it. And he's a great player to have there. But, but he's not really able to fulfil his troop of potential anymore perhaps I've been very critical yeah. of, of Dembele on the, pod- yeah. on, the, on, on, on the podcast in the past um, I thought he did okay now maybe I base that on the fact that the things that frustrate me with Dembele are what he does with the ball in the final third he holds on to it for too long he doesn't mm. shoot he doesn't release the ball I didn't see any of that today but that's maybe because he didn't put himself in those positions um <laughs> I've seen him have worse games. I wasn't. I wasn't too. Yeah, I wasn't too disappointed. Having said all of that, personally, I wouldn't have started him. Um, and in fact, and this isn't an excuse, but it's just just a point really for discussion, which is that 
sort of the three that played behind um, Kane. You had Lamella on the left, and he normally starts on the right. You had Townsend, obviously. So I don't know if Townsend and Lamella have started together, for example. And then you had Dembele. Um, that's quite a few changes. You know, normally you've got Kane, and in behind you've either got Ericsson on the left or in the centre, and then you've got um, on the right-hand side either Lamella or Townsend, and on the left, um, Chadley. And obviously in recent games you've had Dembele. It seemed like there were too many changes, and I, can't, I understand that obviously we've got lots of games that are coming thick and fast, so he's got to rest players. But I just wonder how whether it was just a case of some of that, some of those personnel not playing like like Lamella for instance not playing on the right hand side which he's accustomed to to, to doing yeah. so and also not being used to the players that he was playing with playing with yeah 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 I mean I think well, Townsend it's interesting yeah sorry go on that's no, all right go on well it's interesting you say that because um I've been looking into Potticino's uh record at Southampton uh how he was doing there and how the fans felt about their performances uh during his tenure and actually, one of the common complaints, or the the overwhelming voice of the majority, seemed to be of the opinion that that he was too rigid with the team that he stuck with. Um, that he 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 stuck with the same players, he played them in the same position, and he wasn't willing to try new things out. And I think perhaps you know that if he does something, he now we, with that knowledge, perhaps it's interesting. You know, if he does something, he's doing it for a reason. God knows what that reason is but maybe there is reasoning behind the the strangeness of it all i'm sure a lot of it is dictated by the fact that we played on thursday and then we've got playing again on thursday and then sunday so yeah you know and yeah, ericsson's, got... been, ericsson's been working his socks off all season so maybe he looks at it in training and thinks you know he's energy he rest yeah, yeah. And he's yeah. a rest yeah yeah He's only a spindly little kid, isn't he? Yeah, I know, he's only a little poor little fella, but I think he does need a little bit of a rest. You know, we've got some big games coming up, like you guys are saying, you can't keep, you know, he's a a match winner potentially. We can't keep flogging him into the ground. We need other players to step up to the plate. And if he thought Dembele was the player to do it today, fine. But it just didn't seem to work for Dembele today. You know, he's that's okay but it's just there's a good player in there just sometimes just he does seem to sort of slow the play down to a little you know it's just not it wasn't really working today for the guy but I thought Townsend and Lamella that just like Townsend just you know gets the ball and he wants to cut back into his favourite foot and he delays things you could have swapped them over and maybe that would have worked better but hey ho you know we got a point we kept kept our belief didn't we yeah yeah we kept going we kept going to the end yeah and to a man I didn't see a single sign of body language or anything other than they expected to be able to get a draw from it, you know, which, at least. Which never happens at Tottenham, you know, they play no, to the end. Great. It's fantastic, you know. Yeah. Mm. Um, just coming back to the performance today, I thought up until they scored, I thought we were doing okay. Harry Kane had a chance, it just, I think, it scraped the outside of the post. Um, and we looked. I, I thought we looked okay up until they scored. They then had the ascendancy up until half time. I, I was still feeling fairly confident going into the second half, thinking, right, we're going to turn it around. I thought second half we were abysmal up until about the 80th minute. Um, and yeah. I think 2 0 flattered them, really, to be fair. I think that we, we gave yeah. them chances, and it's like throwing. Throwing some vermin, a few scraps. They're going to come back for more. And, what a nice way to describe West Ham, um, but that is so true. Some vermin. Scum. 
Um, but they do. Do you know one. what? Do you know what? They they play football like a bunch of pigeons chasing crumbs across a grotty old square, all pecking away after the ball, run, running running after it. It's horrible to watch. It's disgusting. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, dear. Not our favourite team by any stretch of the imagination. Yeah. No. You know, this is this is the game that I always I always take heart from, or it leaves me with a, a bit of a, a soulful misery for for weeks. This game because there there really is no justice in the world when 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 we don't beat these bunch of reprobates. And and, and I, I'm refraining from using any swearing today because uh, you know it's March. Why not? Hey, soon. Um, <clears throat> but it really is a sad, sorry day when, like last season. They did the treble over us. You know oh, that, that, that must never, Ugh. that must never happen again. Never, never, no. please. So, no. so we got a point, and and we beat them at the beginning of the season. So they've got Four nothing points. to crow about. Yeah. You know, but yeah, bye bye. See you next season. Just hopefully. For- yeah. Just for some perspective, you're right, Liam, four points. So we've got four points against West Ham this season, four points against Arsenal this season. We got, um, yeah. we got nothing against both of those teams last season. Um, we've beaten Chelsea. Yep, yeah, we're beating Chelsea already this season. We're in a cup final, um, and uh, yeah, and we drew really. against Man United as well. Yeah, that was, a, that was really one of the first games where we really started to show a real sort of team spirit and a backbone and coordination. Don't you think we really started? To, it's really started to come together. It started becoming Pochettino's better. team. Yeah, it's become he's the team yeah. he's built, and it's like they don't. There's no egos now. There's 24, 25 players that actually want to play for the yeah. club, play for the badge. That's a massive change last year. No Vertonghen yeah. strops everywhere. It's just like they want to play for Tottenham. They will give everything, and they believe they can get a result whatever the time of the game. And that's fantastic. That's fantastic. Yeah, there's a lot, and, and you know, definitely. Joby. Yeah, no, I was going to say there's a lot more harmony there in the team now. There doesn't there doesn't seem to be any disruptions at all behind the scenes. And obviously, last year with with um, with beatings we had under AVB and and uh, the issues he had with the media and stuff, and then Sherwood coming in, there was you know obviously there was arguments in the dressing room. There was split the camp, and we just we were just an absolute shambles in that last year. But this year. It just seems as though everybody has just finally sat down together and said, yeah. "Well, we've just got to we've, we've got to pull together. We've, you know, we've got to work together." Cohesion. Yeah. Yeah. And it, and it, and it's paying off. Unity just got us. Yeah. Still. And it's interesting as well, as from a fan's point of view, I try and look at things in two ways. One, the game-to-game perspective. You know, obviously, I'm I'm tremendously disappointed that we didn't get all three points today in terms of our league position. Um, but it's a frustrating league position anyway. Had we won, it wouldn't have changed our actual place in the league. It's all down to what Liverpool do, I suppose. But on another level, I try and look at it from what I expected from the season when it started. And when the season started, I really did think we'd finish about six, you know, about then. Uh, half, halfway through when everyone was moaning in November, I, I'm very pleased to say that I, I said, no, I think we'll finish fourth because you could see the signs of the team coming together. And to mm. be honest, the teams around us aren't any worse than we are. All we've got to do is get a few of those players to click that are at the moment not making any mistakes, but they're not shining. We've got to get a few more people to shine, and they will, you know. And it's it's all about the cup now for me. So, yeah, you know, yeah. 
onwards, yeah. onwards and upwards, and we're, we're performing way above our expectations, and we shouldn't let ourselves get disappointed mm. when things no, don't go no, perfectly. No. You know, it's a great season. So it's, hats off it, to Potocino. It's all going very well. And no, and no injuries. No, so yeah, we'll touch wood. Yeah, we'll touch yes. wood. Yeah, but we, you know, we've been crippled by injuries and seasons gone by. And at the moment, this, you know, this hard work's paying off. You know, the players looking fit. Mm. They, they try and they playing to the end. It's fantastic. Mm. And Fiorentina to look forward to. And, and it is a great season. And you know, we've had some shit times in the past, but you've got to go through the shite to appreciate the Lily, the Lily White. So. Um, that's that's beautiful poetry, Jeff. Just, thank, you, oh, thank you, Liam. Um, That's good. I like it. Just um, talking of cup finals. Um, obviously, West Ham had their, their cup final today, so I'm, I'm really pleased for. I'm really happy for them. That they're yeah. the fans. Cheerio. They got 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 a day out. They got got to come to North London and um, see a bit of culture. I think. Yeah. Get some fresh air. Give some new feet to horses. Uh, yep. No. And we've got a proper cup final next week, which, which we'll talk about in a minute. Let's just before that. Let's just touch on the Fiorentina game this Thursday. Are we going to do it? Can we go to Florence and get a result? Joby. Yes. Sorry. Yeah, oh, yeah, definitely. We can go over there. and We can either get... Um, I, or like, I honestly think it'll be a score, a score draw and I think it'll go to extra time and possibly penalties. I hope it doesn't because then that'll kill us for a Sunday. But I, 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 yeah, I think, I think we're, we'll go through. Mick? I, I think so. Yes. I, I think I said in the Facebook page, I think we'll score out there. I can see us scoring... Um, I wasn't impressed with Fiorentina the first half. I thought we were very much the better team, but they are Italian teams. They change things around, and you know they got the goal, and they'll be happy with that one all draw. But I think we can go out there, and I believe we can score. And if we can get a first goal, who knows? But I, I've, I'm firmly believing we're going to do okay. Liam, well, are we, are we fairly, to... oh, sorry, Liam, you sounding over optimistic? I wouldn't say over-optimistic, no. Um, I think we're all trying to keep the momentum going so that we can then go forward to the cup final uh, with, with a nice winning spirit, you know. Uh, I think it's, it's going to be very close. And to be honest, we really needed to take a, a lead with us because now they can afford to just park the bus and do that Italian thing of ruining the game, breaking up every bit of play you know and it's going to be very difficult um it luckily with christian erickson you know we've got someone who can really strike a a, a free kick nicely so that that doesn't necessarily play out of our hands but I, it's going to be very touch and go and i'm not really that optimistic about it without being pe- pessimistic if mm. that doesn't sound like i'm sitting on the fence i think i think we'll get a draw um the longer it goes on the more i'll be thinking well you know, I'd rather we this just got settled at normal time. I think Potocino will play. Uh, will stick with the players that he's played uh, in the in the European teams. Yeah. Uh, he'll try and rest people for the final. What I do find interesting is who he'll choose in goal because I think if Vaughan goes in goal, that means almost certainly that Loris is playing in the final. Um, mm-hmm. If Loris plays, then then people will still be wondering: mm-hmm. Does that mean that, that Vaughan's going to play? Um, that's another interesting point. Yeah. But to be honest, you know, one, I'm so concentrating on the cup that 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 I'm kind of thinking, well, I don't mind too much about the Europa League. If as long as we really put out a good team and really try, and we're not just p- 
pissing it away. And uh, I don't mind if we do lose, but obviously, I think I think we will lose narrowly. I'm afraid, yeah. I think that we're either going to go there and get a win of some sorts, or we're going to draw two all. And if we draw two all, that'll put put us through. The the scenario that frightens me isn't us losing. If we lose, we lose. Fine, that's it. We're out. That's straight, fairly straightforward. The scenario that frightens me would be to get a one all draw and it goes to extra time and then penalties. Don't want that. Penalties frighten me always at Tottenham. I think that's what will happen though, to be honest with you, because it's it's Spurs, isn't it? <laughs> we can't just go out badly. We just got to go Spurs. right to the end on penalties yeah. and then go out. Yeah, yeah. and then play Chelsea on the Sunday. Oh, brilliant! Yeah. yeah. Nick, so, I was just going to say that, with that in mind, how many players do you think will be playing Thursday? Who will be starting on Sunday? Ooh. Well, that's an interesting question, isn't it? I mean, it, he he has got his core of players, and he did it at Southampton as well. So you can expect a, a pretty much. The core, uh, the Tongan will play. Um, I think I'm, I'm not too sure whether Ericsson will start. I don't think Ericsson will start. You know, um, I think Chadley will be there. Um, basically, you're going to have Soldado up front. So that's what you're wrestling with. Is is Soldado going to be? I, th- I think he's given much more space in the European game, and he looked a lot of a, a, a much freer individual. Especially, I could almost see the shackles come off his shoulders. You know, when he scored that goal, uh, it was it was it was great. I'm hoping that it's a sign. You know, that he's found a bit more of a release from the pressure with Kane taking all that all that spotlight away from him. And in the European games, it suits him a lot more because he's given a lot more time just to kind of move a bit, find himself a bit more space. And um, I'm, I'm quite hopeful in that perspective, but uh, it could be a frustrating night for us. Let's just put it that way. Yeah. Nick, am I right in thinking you're going out to Florence? I was going out on the Thursday to see the game, but I didn't get tickets. So I'm going to Florence, but that's just on the Friday now. So I'm going um, to be watching it back in England. So it's a shame, really, but um, I kind of shot myself in the foot there because my friend's a season ticket holder and he's not going. And I kind of try to get tickets myself. And kind of bollocked it up, really. And then the time I worked it out, the um, season ticket application had shut. So, uh, alas, no. But um, I'll be watching it here, rooting the boys on. Will you be back in time? No, the cup final. Sunday, no, yeah. I, I'll just get to the airport when the game kicks off. So, um, I'm going to try and Jeez. somehow... I uh, know, it's going to be horrible. So, when I land, I'll have no idea of the score or anything. So, I'll be turning my phone on to get a load of abuse or... Uh, of happy people, hoping for the latter. Bad timing on my part. Massive bad yeah. timing. That's very Spursy, isn't it? Absolutely, Liam. Absolutely. So, <laughs> talking of the cup final, um, which is next Sunday, um, I have some very good news today, um, which um, basically I've got a ticket. So Yay! I'm going, going oh, well done. next Sunday, um, courtesy of... Joss Heddington from the group. Um, just to explain, um, Joss um, applied for a ticket for him and his son. Um, and I obviously, I, I, like many others, applied applied for one as well, but I didn't have enough points. Um, Joss had enough points, so he managed to get a ticket for himself. But unfortunately, he didn't. His son just missed out. Um, and being the good man that Joss is, um, he didn't want to just go and leave his son at home. So um, he just didn't feel that was right. So he he made his ticket available um, and I've bought it off Joss and I'm um, I c- can't quite believe it I still haven't I can't believe 
yeah, I'm, I'm, go, Javid. That's brilliant. I'm, I'm nice touch, Joss. Yeah, quite quite excited about the whole thing. Um, and I think we're the Javid over Haiti, and we're gonna Wembley. Wembley. I think once this pod is over, I shall go in a quiet room, scented candles, and uh, oh hello. Yeah. Um, <laughs> do what men do. Exactly. Look at the ticket. I don't want to get a ticket all sticky. Um, anyway, no, the game. Right, no, thank you, Joss. Um, you have made, you've. It's, it feels like Christmas and my birthday all rolled into one and you've made my day. And um, uh, I think that... Uh, this is there's, a, there's, a bit more, there's a bit more to the story. Um, all, all, I, all I shall say is this, that, that Joss... Um, yeah, for every good deed, um, you get a reward. And, and Joss is going to get a reward and he knows about it um, and I'm not going to say any, anything more about that um, but that's, that's yeah. between, uh, between him it, Does it involve an ad, a, a purchase from Ann Summers and you popping around there late at night Jebo? <laughs> and some kind of lube Prince made up Like some kind of perverted crutchless knickers No, nothing like that. Nothing like that. Oh, that's anyway. Moving on swiftly. So, um, we're playing Chelsea next weekend. Um, Can we do it? Come on, can we do it? They're the the best team in the land. Um, Yeah, we can. Yeah, of course we can. Of course we can. We beat them before. We beat them again. We smashed them five three at our place, didn't we? They've got a score to settle, though. They have got a score to settle. Mm. The point is, in a game like that. It's all about heart. It's all about passion. We've seen many times. How many times have we seen Wimbledon's overcome Liverpool's? You know, we're not even in that situation. We've already beaten them five three, and we talked them right. We've got the belief they haven't. They're not playing very well at the moment. I don't know whether anyone's noticed that. No, admitting right. the racism, obviously, but they're not playing well. We've already beaten them. We've shown we've got the heart and the passion, and we've shown we do it right to the ninety fifth minute. I think we're a blinding bet to win. I think anyone who bets anything else is wasting their money. I think as long as we, if we can keep if we're in there for sixty minutes and it's still tight and it's still, you know, as long as Chelsea don't come out the blocks and sort of annihilate us, I think we've got. A, I think we've got a fantastic chance of winning. I'm kind of optimistic, but it's with Chelsea. You never know. Chelsea, Tottenham is always a game you think, oh no. But I think as long as we can stay with them, we've got that belief. Ninety-five minutes, yeah, we could do it. I, I believe we can I, do it anyway. I, I, I believe, stat-wise, that they've never beaten us in a in a final at Wembley, and long may that continue. Excellent, good news. I think it'll be a cagey game, though. Mm. I don't think it'll be be very open. Mm. Well, Pochettino, there's always what he's been yearning for a pitch with with, hasn't he? He's been yeah. yearning for the freedom of the of the the the. The, the line you can't even see in the distance. Now he's got a chance to, to show what he can do with the space. And, and it's, a, it's a perfect opportunity for our quality boys to show what they can do as a team, not as individuals. Yeah. Because uh, Mourinho is going to be quite negative. It's going to be, you know, quite... quite he's, he's not going to want what happened last time to happen this time. You know, so no. he's going to want to nick it 1-0. But I, I think we're going to smash them. I think it's. I think we're going to force them to, to do something different. And once that's happened, it's game over. I think it'll be two early goals. I think it'll be obvious that we've, we've won by half time. 
I think we can relax. It's going to be a glorious procession. <laughs> relax, Tottenham. No. <laughs> what? What? No. It's going to be an otherworldly experience. <laughs> we can all just put our feet back up on the sofa or in the park Quick or wherever. Two. Oh yeah, lovely. Yeah, 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 it'll be brilliant. <laughs> I'm just lucky I've got no wait. hair because I lost most of my hair today that for a game. I think Chelsea would just be, oh, I don't think relaxing with it. I'd love to think my whole time it's just game over. That'd be fantastic. But um, no, I think a bit, bit closer than that. But as long as at the end of the day we sneak a win, that'll do me all day long. And let Mourinho moan and bitch all he wants. I don't mind another Woodgate, Woodgate off the face goal if it decides oh, it. Do you know what I mean? That'd be fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, it would, wouldn't it? Off Fazio's, you know, off Fazio over Tongan's face, and you know that'd be great. Yeah. Uh, do you yeah. think Fazio be playing that? Oh yeah, yeah. If, if he plays, that is all Dyer's face. If someone's some Spurs face in the Chelsea net, would be fine for me. I don't oh, care who it is. And of course, let's have some sort of hideous mistake from John Terry. Oh, wouldn't that be just perfect? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. John Terry can become this month's Stephen Gerrard. No, you, you, know, no, you know what'll happen, don't you? John Terry will have a Spurs shirt underneath his Chelsea shirt, and when we when we win, he'll be he'll rip his Chelsea shirt off, and he'll be in the photographs celebrating all the folk it wanker. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, th- I think one thing you can't accuse John Terry of is being a Spurs fan. Uh, to be fair to him, slimy testicle induced uh, testicle of a man that he is. He's he's never been a Spurs fan. He's always hated us as much as we hate him, and yeah. that's one of the one that's of the mutual, honest mutual, things yeah. about him. Yeah, yeah. I don't like him. He doesn't like us. Fantastic. Good news. Yeah. Slimy testicle of a man. I, I like that description. Yeah. I think I preferred the biggest cunt in the world from a few weeks ago, which <laughs> um, is probably more uh, fitting for, for, for John Terry. Um, I was going to say a John Terry own goal would be nice, but for, for, for the reasons that Joby outlined, he'd, he'd probably take credit for that. Um, mm. I, I think that I can see Chelsea scoring first and us coming back and winning 2-1. If they get a second, if they if they score first and they get and then they get a second, I can't see any, um, I can't see us coming c- coming back from that. So I know we did against West Ham, but that's today, but that's very different. Um, I think two one. I think it, 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 I, yeah, it's going to be going to be really close and really tight. It's going to come down to, to tactics and a match winner. And we. What about this? Adebayor comes on in the 85th minute, scores two goals. It's a Man United uh, Champions League winning type last couple of minutes where we suddenly come from abject losers on Adebayor's writhing back. We become winners. Would he be a hero then? Of course he would. All that talk of juju, all that. That would all be forgotten, wouldn't it? Adebayor would be the greatest this month, at least, wouldn't he? Well, if he did, I'd, I'd erect a statue <laughs> and, and add a statue. I, I can see, I can see something like that. Somebody like Paulinho, maybe not Addy, but Paulinho coming off the bench and scoring, yeah. scoring, scoring the winner, mm. and then going into Spurs folk, um, folk yeah. floor. And then a few years from now, we're all, we're all going to be talking about how shit Paulinho was. But, but do you remember that goal? Remember that goal yeah. in the final? Oh, that'd be great. So, who, who would, um, who would people's dark horse be then for? For the final, I think mine would be Eric Lamella. I'd, I'd love to see him do another, not a Rabona because oh, that'd be a bit too flashy for the final. But I'd love to see him leather a goal in that makes people go, "Blimey, shitting 
fucking Ori. Do you know what I mean? Wrong. Oh, fucking hell. I'd love to see that. Uh, that's gonna happen. It's gonna be. It's gonna be Lamella. That's my dog horse. Something. Something brilliant's gonna happen around him. Joby, who would your dark horse be for uh, the final on Sunday? Um, it'd have to be if he if he's gonna play. I think it would have to be Townsend because he's yeah. one of the most frustrating players. He's got the pace to 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 beat, and every time mm-hmm. he goes down the outside, he stops, checks back in again, and either comes back yeah. across or he tries to cut in and shoot and whatever else. Yeah. So maybe this time round he'll cut in. And he'll unleash like a 35 yard straight into the top corner, break the net, yeah. break the goal, fireworks go off, and we win the cup. He'll finally do one of those authentic bail moments yeah. that he, he's been trying to do for so long. Uh, he, it, that's the thing, he's, he, he's trying to be bail, isn't he? Yeah, poor sod. He's just trying to be bail. Yeah, do you, think, do you think it might be a sign of sort of lack of confidence in his own style? Um, because he he is playing on the wrong side in terms of it. he's left footed, isn't he? I'm not talking absolute rubbish yeah. here. Yeah. That 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 might make it a little bit more difficult to kind of be spontaneous in terms of whipping the ball in, getting to the line, whipping the ball in. Do you know what I mean? I do feel sorry for the for the kid. It was like Thursday night against Fiorentina, and that first half, him and Walker were absolutely smashing them yeah. down that right hand side but as soon as yeah. they made that switch it wasn't happening yeah. so why on earth didn't Townsend switch wings and go down the left hand yeah. side if it's something left footed I mean Davis went forward a few times he got past their, their, their defender as well he put a few good balls in if Townsend had gone to the yeah. left you know it, it, it would be nice if like I don't know how um I don't play champions championship manager or whatever it's called on the Xbox uh, and I'm not really that qualified as a manager, but it would be nice if um, if he gave the players a bit more uh, say, sort of like say, the ability to go. Do you know what? Let's swap yeah. for about ten minutes. Let's see what happens. Come on, let's do this. Let's give you know say to the players. Well, you know, if you think if you both think it's going to work, try it out. If you're both yeah. able to do it, it'd be interesting to see, wouldn't it? And it would make the opposition really not know what the hell was going on. Yeah. But yeah, who knows? Maybe that's coming down the line. Well, I've said who I think my dark horse will be, which is, I think, Paulinho, for some reason. I just, I don't know why. I think either there's going to be an injury crisis or, or something's going to happen on Thursday, which, which is going to force Pochettino's hand and he's, and Paulinho will be involved and he'll he'll suddenly redeem himself. And I can see him breaking in the box. Kane will flick it on and he'll just... Score the winner. Score the winner. Yeah. Nick, Nick, who's don't like, your? Don't like the sound of that injury crisis, though, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> My dark yeah. horse. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I think I think Lamella. I just I think he's been pretty so-so this season. So it wouldn't surprise me if uh, Lamella just come up with some kind of outstanding goal to be the dark horse of Spurs. That'd be fantastic. Um, but yeah, Lamella for me. Um, do we do uh, score predictions? Anyone got any predictions? Ooh, uh, two-one. Yeah, I can go two one as well. Two one. Yeah, I think it's going to be three 0 Ooh. Ooh. What's the odds yeah. on that? Probably about ooh twenty eight. So I would have thought around that. Twenty eight sounds good. Three nil. Yeah. Good. Good day and some money one as well. Mm, I think I'll tell you what, then, when do you want to put a double on then for that three 0 to win and for Villa to get relegated? 
Jelly and ice cream. Oh, oh. oh peaches <laughs> and cream. It's just amazing. <laughs> I can taste it now. Oh, that's so nice. But you see, part of the problem is one of my superstitions means that if I ever put money on Tottenham winning, they never win. Right. They never win. So yeah. I, I have to, yeah, I have to stay away from it, unfortunately. If I, if I give in to greed, then the beauty will never happen. It's been a, it's been a theme throughout my life. So as soon as I start going for the money, well, yeah, if I get more like, if I get greedy, you know, it all falls apart. So I'm not asking for too much, just a cup final win, that's all. One more game. And three nil. Come on, lads. Three nil. Come on, three nil at half time. Two of their (laughs) players sent off. It would be be like the Harlem Globetrotters versus the other lot. It'll be great. (laughs) The non-Harlem Globetrotters. I've been a good boy, God. You know, just a little bit. That's all I'm asking. Just a little crumb. Just a little cup final win. Cheers. Thank you very much. To look at though, Pleasure. Is, is the Chelsea team. Obviously, they're going to be missing Matic. And he has been a very key player this season for them. Yeah. Yeah. Right, how much difference but is that? We all look, you think? Well, yeah. the problem is, I have. The problem is, all that means is that they're forced into lapsing back into a structure that they all know incredibly well. You know, uh, in a way, yeah, it makes it much more interesting. I think, thank God he's not playing, but um, it doesn't really fill me with much hope. You know, I think we're going to do him anyway. I don't think that necessarily makes any difference because look at the quality they've got all over. I just don't think, look at Mourinho, look at Mourinho. This is the point. He's looking so stressed. He's looking old and haggard. He's walking out of interviews. There's something not going right about the way that they're playing. And he's looking very frustrated. And I think, uh, so another good sign. He's trying his best to deflect the attention away from how badly his team are, are actually integrating with each other. And, mm. uh, and it, it really, you know, with hindsight, everyone will be saying, oh, well, you know, looking back, it was obvious we were going to win. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm using hindsight, but before sight as well. So, you know, whatever you call that. Right, right uh, they are they are the favourites, so it's nice that we can go in as kind of you know as well, underdogs, yeah. but as, as kind of the pressure's yeah. kind of on them. They are expected to win. They are expected to win. I would have thought, and if they don't, great, you know. But we're not kind of expected to. It's not like we're expected to win. It's like another team, and we've lost. It's Chelsea. You know, they are they spent all the money and blah blah blah. But that's the pressure's on them more than us. Yeah. Um. Before we move on to the second half of the podcast, where we'll look at some questions, just final thing on the on the on the um, Capital One Cup final. So, a group of young um, young gentlemen, five guys, have got together. Um, they called Ledley and the Kings, and they've done a um, they've done a remake of the original um, Hot Shot Tottenham song that Chaz and Dave did um, in 1987 for the FA Cup final. Um, so it's called it's called Hot Shot um, Tottenham 2015. Um, I'm going to play the single out now, and um, yeah, go and buy it. It's available um, from the iTunes store um, uh, for 59p.
So that was Hot Shot Tottenham 2015 by Ledley and the Kings. Um, as I said, um, 59p from the iTunes store. All proceeds go to the Tottenham Tribute Trust. Um, I, I certainly like it. It's quite quite catchy. Yeah, good tune, yeah. yeah too bad. I, I think they could have changed some of the lyrics to, um, instead of Ozzy's knees are gone all trembly, like Ledley's got no knees or something. Yeah, no, good good shout, yeah. Yeah. Um, um, what I was going to say... Led, um, you said it's going to go to charity. That's right, the Tottenham Tribute Trust. You got any idea what that Tribute Trust is, then? Fuck it. Right? Yeah, that's a great charity. What's what's, what's that for? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. Uh, and what's it called again? <laughs> it's called it's called the Mordor, the Dark Side Charity, the Neil B. Cohen. We are cunts. We're beyond help. Charity. <laughs> Does all proceeds oh, go charity? Does it? This bit's, yeah. This bit's going to be edited out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thanks, thanks, boys. Yeah. <laughs> okay. For the record, I don't know what the Tottenham Tribute Trust is. I'm ashamed to say I don't know what it is. Okay. So somebody. It's a good cause. It's, it's a, a good, good cause. cause. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. It's fantastic. And and I didn't get to research it because um uh, yeah I was coming back from the game um but. It, yeah, just look it up. Um, one other, one other thing before 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 we go into questions. <laughs> one other thing before before we move to questions. Um, just another announcement. Twenty first of March. Um, Spurs are playing Leicester City. Um, not a particularly significant game. You you you'd, you'd think. Um, however, quite a few of the uh, members of the Tottenham Hotspur family Facebook group are trying to get together and and and. Um, go to that game um, as many as possible um, 
obviously we've got, we've got a big group and lots of people in different locations so it, it's it's quite a challenge but we're just trying to get a gathering of, of, of folks to that game um and that that's um picked up some momentum um tickets are still available limited number of tickets are still available for that game so um if you want selling to out fast. selling out fast but if you're part of the group um or if you're not part of the group but you, but you listen to the podcast and, and you want to join us then we'll be meeting at the irish center um which is on pretoria road before the game um the irish center if nobody's ever been to it it's generally a quiet um pub you, you know you, you can get a drink um it's not too crowded um we will be taking over the irish center on that day so it's going to be um family. it's going to be epic yeah Anyway, not to be missed. Not to be missed. Right, questions. So, Kent Goodrich asks, "Do we truly believe Levy is going to deliver a new stadium, or is he going through the motions? After after Archway is dealt with, what will Levy's next excuse be for not, for not building the stadium?" Uh, well, uh, I don't think there's going to be any uh, excuses because. Um, I was watching. Well, I was watching. Uh, I was looking at the link during the um, the hearing, and it's obviously been announced on there that Spurs have got two hundred and fifty pa- two hundred and fifty million already in the bank, and a three hundred and fifty million pound uh, bridging loan already agreed. So it sounds as though the money's already there in place. So once Archway's demolished, there, there, there isn't any excuses, is there? So that, so there has to be a stadium. We've got a bridging loan. Yeah, three hundred and fifty million bridging but, loans already been agreed with HSBC. But oh, right. what, why are... why do we need to build a bridge? It's <laughs> <laughs> quite an expensive bridge as well. Just to get the road. Yeah. Just a fucking stadium will do. <laughs> fuck the we bridge, even, yeah. We can't even manage a stadium, yeah, fuck the bridge. <laughs> yeah, no, so I, I I can't honestly see there there being any kind of excuses left. So I, I think it will get built, but I also think that once it's built, I think Enoch may well sell the club then. Yeah, I mean, I agree. I think this is the, the last kind of excuse they can come up with. They've had so many, 13 years and not a brick laid so far. Um, I think this is the last of the last excuses. There's no more now. Knock it down, yeah. start building, get on with it. Yeah, I think, I think um, the background to Levy's tenure has always been about the impending stadium. Uh, during various crises, the thing that's always been of more significance isn't necessarily, you know, how we get through the next 12 months. It's, it's is, are we going to get a stadium? Because it's become increasingly obvious that we, we need to move on into one quickly. I think looking at the fact that they bought land everywhere else, you know, that, that um, I, I, if you were a pro-Leviite, you'd say that, that he's, he's already signaled his intentions. It's already all purchased. It's all waiting to go. The question has always been about Archway Steel. Um, a, a, an anti-Leviite would say uh, that um, he's yet again shown his, his inability to take a financial hit if necessary. He always wants to be um, gaining in some way from the deal. Um, perhaps you could say that Archway Steel were being um, 
completely greedy. unreasonable. Mm. Yeah, completely unreasonable. And that they wouldn't have agreed to anything. Their whole intention. We we just don't really know no. uh, about that. But 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 now that it's especially now that there's been all this new money into the game that was announced last week. Five billion is it? Five billion five point five billion pounds, something like that. Up from three point eight billion pounds just a couple of years ago, by the way. So it's a, it's a significant rise. Yeah. That amount of money coming in um, has already prompted uh, the the comatose Rand, Randy Lerman to to dispose of Paul Lambert, who he was going to keep for a long time because he he just wants to get rid of Villa. You know, to to actually pay to pay Lambert off would have meant getting rid of more money after bad. So um, it, it was only the fact that this new money came in that made it significant enough for him to have to get rid of Paul Lambert. And now those same forces are working very much in our fans' favours because um, that stadium is definitely going to go ahead full steam, I think. Which is good news all, all round. Amen to that. Exactly. Yeah. Um, moving on, Ali Hassan asks, did you have a match day ritual and what was it? And I'm going to come to Liam. Uh, you have to come to me first. Okay. Um, well, it's a ritual. I, I, I've got this. Um, I've got lucky clothes that I wear, um, and the ritual very much involves involves them. Um, it's difficult to explain why it even matters. Uh, and I, in, in many ways, I can't. Logically, it doesn't it doesn't make any sense at all. But however, um, I believe and I'm thoroughly of the opinion that it was because I was wearing my lucky pants that uh, we won the 2008-2009 League Cup final. Still got it them was pants. purely because I do still have those pants. So the, the elastic is gone. I, you know, the point is, I only wore those pants. I always hated the pants. I, I, I only wore them because they were the last pair in the drawer uh, mm. back on that fateful day, back in 2008. The last pair, I thought, oh, God. But they, they, also, they always had a stripe of blue down the side, so it kind of made it, it was okay. But they've always been uncomfortable, sort of cotton boxer shorts, too big. They're, they're, they're large sized, and I'm not large sized anymore, so they're massively too big. And the elastic's gone. It they don't, I have to hold them up. Yeah, that's the part <laughs> of the problem. So, first of all, you know, I, First thing I do when I wake up is make myself a cup of coffee. It's my day off. My kid isn't around. Make myself an espresso with my expensive espresso machine and my exquisite beans that I've just ground in my wonderful grinder. Um, at this point, uh, I roll myself a joint. Uh, I have to be honest here. I've decided total disclosure. It's my one day. I'm a single parent. I like rock and roll. You know, this is the only chance that someone with my sad existence has to enjoy himself. So um, <clears throat> the problem, <clears throat> so I do, I perform my ablutions. I roll the joint. I don't smoke it yet. The coffee is there on the table. Uh, I go into the bathroom. I brush my teeth. Um, before I brush my teeth, I put on my, I, I get undressed from my pajamas. I put on my lucky boxer shorts, uh, which are hanging <laughs> on the, the hook on the back of the bathroom um, am i being too tell me if tell me to, to move on, like this, this, this goes on no. for hours have this you, goes on for hours liam have you still got the um yeah. the pants and will you be wearing them next week 
Yes, I'm wearing them now. I can confirm that I am wearing the pants, Jeff. The large pants with yes. the broken elastic. As long as you're, I don't care what, whether you're wearing them now. As long as you're wearing them next oh, week. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's that's the yeah. main thing. Um, I'm, I'm I'm trying I'm trying to um, because obviously the pant the magic of the pants. I, I can't believe it's always going to be there. You know, nothing lasts forever. No matter how much we might love something, we always love it with the knowledge that one day we're going to have to say goodbye. So I, I do that uh, with my pants as well. I, I've also got my lucky shirt, which is integral to the, the match day um, ritual that I've developed over many, many years. Uh, the shirt is um, it's, it's, it's a T-shirt style, uh, polo neck, uh, cotton Kappa dark blue uh, T-shirt with the old-fashioned crest on uh, the one side of the of the chest and two holes where I put my membership badge. Stupidly, I don't know why I decided to pin it to my shirt. Anyway, I pinned it to my shirt and it developed two holes there, which look suspiciously like uh, cherry burns. And one of the holes has now got big enough for my nipple to fit perfectly through. So it's, it's not okay, the sort that, of shirt. That's too much, too to much information. Too much information for <laughs> yeah. him. Don't clap and comment, will you? Uh, my my newest possession, my newest addition was um, a hat. You know, sometimes I don't know if you do this. Um, I go around the charity shops, and and I just know it's going to be a lucky day. Uh, I'm going to find something. It's out there waiting for me. It's sort of like cosmic ordering because it will always be something that I've had my mind on getting. And uh, I went into a charity shop, and there it was, um, a Tottenham beanie hat again from the Kappa area. Uh, era, but very tight, very sort of. You remember those those. Those um, yeah. hats they used to wear, where they'd head balls as well. So they're almost like a, a second skin. Um, and you feel the blood uh, constricting. constricting. Head, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and after the tool today and the stress of all that, I, I wasn't sure whether it was my heart giving in or just the hat squeezing my head too tight. <laughs> so I'm in two minds about that. I'd like people to bear in mind the possibility of taking a vote as to whether my hat has actually been successful. Because we did come back from 2-0 down, so I'm a bit of a mixed mind about it. Um, but it's a cocktail. Yeah, um, I've abandoned... I did have a pair of socks that I used to wear um, with the Tottenham logo, the new Tottenham logo, proudly emblazoned on the sides. Uh, during the end of the AVB tenure and the slide towards misery that we endured during the Sherwood campaign i'm afraid I, I i got rid of my socks i got rid of them i don't actually even have them anymore it was the only way i could guarantee that tim henwood would leave the club was by actually getting rid of the socks so you can thank me for that as well by the way um, um shall i just leave it there because i really you know this goes on for days um, and i don't want to talk about it. so i'll pass i'll pass it on to joby uh, um and thank you for listening thank you <laughs> Um, no, I don't have any kind of ritual at all on match days. Never had a ritual when I ever I, I played any sports. Never had a ritual when I watched it at all. I do have a lucky pair of pants, but that's got nothing to do with football. So, um, so yeah, that's, you're pulling pants, are they? Well, they, they, they used to be, but they've got too many holes in them now, and they don't exactly look nice when I'm wearing them. So, so yeah, so I used to have a pair of lucky pulling pants, but they're now a bit of dust. Nick, any um, no, no, mine's just drinking and pacing up and down, and uh, now I've started smoking occasionally. It's been a social smoker, having fags, and that's pretty much it, and lots of pacing, anxiety, but no actual rituals. No, 
No, no, it's not 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 Liam's. I have no lucky pants, no lucky socks, no lucky anything. You know, so. lucky coffee beans or no, 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 no lucky espresso. No, nothing like that. No, no, Nescafe maybe, but no, nothing like that at all. Just the the pacing, smoking and drinking kind of combination, which seems to work well. Jav, what about you? Nah, not really. It's, it's a sign of weakness. <laughs> <laughs> really. Um. No, not none for me. Um, okay, next next question. We, we've got quite a few. I don't think we'll be able to go through all of them, but I'll, I'll try to get through as many as we can. Um, somebody called Nicholas Seal mm-hmm. asks, "Who was um, asked? Uh, sorry, asked for the worst Spurs defender ever. Who would be your worst ever defenders of who, who you famous Lily White?" Um, too many. I'll ask, I'll ask myself actually. Um, so who's the worst defender, Joe? <laughs> um, Bunchesevich. Oh, good shout. Uh, Tremazani. Oh, better yeah, shout. Gilberto. Yep. Davenport. Oh, Kevin Alton, Scott. Alton Thelwell. Kevin Scott. Yeah, there's, there's been too many. Stuart Nevercott. Oh God. Gardner. Oh God. Gardner. I can't remember his first name. Ricardo Rotter. Bambi. Terry Fenwick. John Scales. That's a, it, it, we're only supposed to have two or three really bad ones, aren't we? This is disturbing how many we've got. Yeah, it's, it's not. Yeah, it's very Spursy. I mean, Ramon Vega. Ramon Vega. He could score goals though. He was. He oh, was definitely better. Yeah. Stuart never caught his fat ass. I mean, he was pretty yeah. t- terrible as well. You know. <laughs> Just, I don't know. I thought his wife was quite good looking. I wouldn't quite go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I never met her personally, though, so I'll, I'll, I'll let you uh, tell me about her later. Shit defenders and their great wives. <laughs> Mab- is it Mabizela or something? Was that that? Oh, yeah, South Africa we bought. Yeah. 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 He had the one game against Leicester, which he scored a screamer in, and that was it. Yeah. Timothy we Atubu. haven't done well with South Africans, have we? Timothy really? Atubu. Yeah, the great Tim- Timothy Atubu. Oh, Dear God. So these are all reasons why we should be grateful for what we've got at the moment. Okay? Exactly. Every time I hear a Spurs fan complaining about, oh, it's really shit, you know, like today, uh, and the Park Lane end where it should be, the atmosphere should be good. Um, it's actually it's quite poor today, but people behind me, oh, Tottenham, you're fucking shit, you're fucking this, you're fucking that. Um, all of those players I think that, just I mentioned... Think... I think people forget that Park Lane is next to Mayfair on the Monopoly board. Right? <laughs> That's when people started behaving like it. Yeah, so we've we've established we've, we've had a few shit defenders in the past. Oh, we have. For, yeah. Fortunately, fortunately, not too many. Um, now, in recent times, you know. Mm. Uh, no. Right. Um... Paul Ethel asks, would you like to see playoffs for relegation the same way you um, would believe that, that it exists for promotion? Oh, well, from the Premiership, you mean? Yeah, yeah. No, I wouldn't. I, I, I think it's unfair. I, I think if the bottom three go down and the bottom three go down, if there was ever going to be a, be a playoff, I think it should be between a team from the Premiership and a team from the Championship. So Say the, the the bottom three go down, and then the fourth from bottom plays off against you know one team from the championship or something. Which I think has happened once before. They've done in the past, haven't they? Yeah, back yeah. In, they tried that. It didn't last very long. I think one season maybe, and it was yeah. ditched. But they've only they've only really used the um, the playoffs in football league just to generate more money. Yeah, and and in all honesty, the Premier League doesn't need more money. 
It's just yeah. as it is with the TV deals. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for me, no. There is a, yeah. No, not for me, no. It's, it works at the moment. It's fine. Like you said, there's, enough, there's loads of money in the Premiership. Although, what about a playoff for the Champions League places? Oh. Rather than relegation, well, <laughs> you know, the, the, the team finishes top as champions, obviously, but then what about the next six teams playoff or something and, you know, you get a couple of spots in the, Premier, in the Champions League or something? Yeah, except for the fact that the, the year that they implement that will probably finish second or third, and <laughs> yeah. um, and then 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 would miss out. Yeah, uh, no. yeah that'd be about right. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't actually like the idea of playoffs. They're just a money-making scheme, and uh, I don't. Really I don't know. Like the, the trophy does my head in. They they finish sixth and they get the playoffs and they get a trophy. What, what's all that about? You know, it's just you got it's, to stay out of Wembley. You've gone up fine, yeah. but don't get some trophy parade in it. It's just embarrassing. It's like um, the worst thing is like in the rugby, you've got the rugby premiership, and whoever finishes top, they're not champions until they win the um, the playoffs. Yeah, you can imagine that in football. Oh, that seems really unfair, doesn't it? Oh, you've won, well done. Uh, can you yeah. still play a few more games, please? Oh, cheers. And then get knocked out and lose, and then you're. <laughs> I think also, you know, you don't you don't have a playoff to see who wins the premiership, do you? So why should you ever play off to, to decide who, who goes out? It's, it, it's all based on where you finish. That's yeah. how it should be. 38 games, if you're shit enough, you're in the bottom three, you're going down, that's the exactly. end of it. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, yeah. no. You go down, that's that. Yeah. Yep. Agreed. Okay. Final few questions. Nicky Mayetz asks, if all the world's a stage, where does the audience sit? Uh, well, there's no audience because the whole world is a stage, so everybody's a bit part player in the in the play, and there's no script. We're all just winging it. Mm. <laughs> it's got to be, isn't it? I mean, you can't, yeah, that's the whole world. Yeah. The whole world's a stage. Then, then there is no audience. We're all but, just, but, but if there is an audience and they've got wine, they can sit wherever they want. I think or beer <laughs> yeah. or something. Or yeah. Variety of I've got, I've got a... yeah. Well, my world is. Go on. Yeah, go on, Jeff. I'll just say my, my 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 world is Tottenham Hotspur, so White Hart Lane is where I sit. Oh, that's beautiful. <laughs> I don't know if that was because there was a massive silence afterwards that was scary. <laughs> no, I wasn't sure how that went down. <laughs> this is tumbleweed. Wow, yeah. That's good. I'd say, well, if all the world's a stage, right, where did the audience sit? Well, it's all the world's a stage that we're all just going through. So the audience is part of the stage that we're all going through. There you go. Mm. Nice. This is getting deep, man. This is very getting deep. It's getting deep. We need something to bring us back down to earth. Kent Goodrich. He's always, he's always right. (laughs) Assuming all three choices are still living. Marry, shag, Kill. Decide which. Decide which for the three choices presented: a porcupine, a velociraptor. I can't. Velociraptor. Velociraptor. God. Or your grandmother, father. Grandmother or father or. Oh, gr- gr- grandfather. One of them. One of those. Yeah. Um. Oh. Mm. Oh, right. Um... Uh, yeah. <laughs> Is there a good answer to this? Um, I'm, I'm struggling to think of it. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to de- de- decline to answer that question. Yeah, I must admit, I'm, 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 I'm pleading the fifth do, on that one. What you've got to do is approach the problem by eliminating 
all the things you don't want to do, right? So you've got your grandparents there, right? And you've got a velociraptor there. So I would suggest that you don't want to shag the velociraptor or your grandparents, right? So that will have to be the porcupine. But nobody mentions that you can't have the porcupine declawed and uh, depinned and surgically adjusted to suit your every need. So really, that could be quite a bonus, really, if you look at it positively. And let's face it, as Spurs fans, over the years, we have been used to looking at a lot of things that aren't necessarily positive at first sight in a rather enthusiastic way. Anyway, look at kill, right? Velociraptor. Kill Velociraptor or kill grandparents? Got to be Velociraptor, hasn't it? So you'd end up marrying your grandparents. That's great because all they'd be doing is making a nice cups of tea. Would you like, you know, I've made your bed again. Would you like it? Perfect. So yes, marry my grandparents. Fuck the porcupine to death and uh, eliminate the Velociraptor. Thank you. (laughs) Difficult to argue with that logic. (coughs) Okay, Final question, Oliver Leaf. If you were given a gun with two bullets and was locked in a room with Hitler, <coughs> Pol Pot, and John Terry, the world's biggest cunt, how would you explain to the police that you shot Terry twice? Because uh, he twitched. <laughs> you had to make sure he was dead. He twitched, so you had to shoot him twice. No need to explain. He's John Terry. I would say that... Um... When pre- on previous experiences, um, go for the one that you know is still alive. If you're hallucinating lots of people, uh, kill the one that you know in real life is still alive. There's no point trying to kill Hitler because he's already dead. There's no point trying to kill Pol Pot because he's already dead. Therefore, uh, John Terry, being the sensible connoisseurs of choice, anyway, would be the one uh, would be the one to go for. You'd shoot John Terry because. He's the only one that's still alive out of those three. It's, it's common sense. Yeah. Yeah. And it's John Terry, you know. Yeah. 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 Not um, not belittling the contributions that the other two have made. Uh, in very recent history, uh, and that is really what we're talking about here, in very, very recent history, ignoring everything else that has ever happened in the world, uh, there's only one choice, and it's John Terry. Yeah. Agreed. I, I think... I mean, Hitler was obviously a disturbed individual, but I think given a bit of counselling, he could have been sorted out. Um, Paul Pot, I don't really know a great deal about him, but I'm sure, you know, you could sit him down and give him a cup of tea, it'd be okay. John Terry's a cunt, period. Um, he's a racist, horrible, vile individual, okay? So, A, you'd shoot him twice, but B, you wouldn't have to justify or account for your actions. you just do it on, on the basis that he's a horrible, racist man, so easy really mm-hmm. I, I just do it unashamedly and then explain myself unashamedly to the police so who would understand okay, okay. they would before, understand totally before, before, yeah well before, before we wrap that up i can lighten things a little bit um has anyone been working on any football related impressions over the last few weeks since we last talked about it on the podcast I'm very disappointed to hear that silence because that sounds <laughs> really like no one's. But, but you have, Liam. Any... Have you, Liam? I have. <clears throat> Liam? Well, uh, no, really. Well, su- su- surprise. Interestingly enough, yes, uh, I, I, yes, I have. Uh, Street it's, it's quite. 
Uh, it's it, one of the ones that I've been doing is obviously John Motson. I was hoping hoping not to have to uh, have to actually mention my name uh, in order to get a, <laughs> a blast of recognition from you. <laughs> but uh, that's uh, that's the John Motson. And of course, I've been working on uh, Jose Mourinho in the bath. When you say you've been <laughs> yes. working on Jose Mourinho, in light of what you said a few weeks ago, do you want to rephrase yes. that when you say you've been working on him? Because it's, it sounds stupid. Well, I, I don't need to rephrase anything. I think it's perfect. What I said, I, I question your ability to understand the English language. If you, <laughs> if you, don't, if you don't want to listen to the words that I say, then uh, you're not doing your job properly. It's my job to use my words. It's your job to use your ears. I think <laughs> that's, that's quite clear. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's I, I, by the way, I, <clears throat> I want to say it is with a heavy heart. Uh, I have always wanted to manage Tottenham Hotspur. It has always been a dream of mine. I have a few words here. <clears throat> it, is, um, it is like when you are married to a very rich woman who she buys you everything. You want a new car? There you go, you have a new car. Great, you drive down the road, you get bored of the car. But you look across the road and you see your neighbor. She's a beautiful woman. She has style, she has grace, she's independent, she lives on her own. She just has a way of doing things that makes you not able to stop, think, stop thinking about her. And soon your heart beats every time you start to think about her. And that is how I feel deep inside about Tottenham. Uh, I'm very upset at the moment, obviously. You see in my interviews, I'm not at the best of my game uh, because I, I weep for Tottenham. When, I, when, I, when it comes to the final on Sunday, it will be like watching the woman that I love make, make passionate embrace with, uh, with another man. That is going to be a dreadful day for me. So thank you for letting me speak. I pass you back to Liam now. Goodbye. <laughs> Very good. Uh, I'm sure somebody can do a Tim Sherwood impression. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure. <coughs> Tim Sherwood impression. Uh, yeah. Well, you'd think be. it'd be quite easy, wouldn't you? But actually, it's quite difficult. You know, I brought the lads in. Everybody seemed to forget about that. I was the first person to introduce Gareth Bale, and uh, I discovered uh, fire and uh, invented the wheel <laughs> and I'm um, doing very win percentage of, of uh, and uh, yeah, so put the foot in and get in the front foot and uh, come on uh, Aston uh, Hotspur oh fuck no, bollocks <laughs> not found Harry Kane it's, my, it, I, it's me, I made him not anybody else, it's me <laughs> oh, brilliant before we all disappear mm. obviously next weekend is cup final day yep but there's a member in the group that's going to be her birthday and her daughter's birthday. So let's hope that Spurs can give them both a really good birthday present like Spurs gave me on my 40th when we beat Arsenal. Yeah. So that's for Emma and her daughter next weekend. And I'm talking to birthdays. Spurs are on their way to Wembley. Oh, yeah, Nick. They're going to do yes. it again. <laughs> Just like to wish my missus yeah, a happy birthday much. today. And I'll go back down to the pub to join her now. Nice. Happy birthday, Mrs. Nick. Yeah, enjoy it, Nick. Happy it's been birthday. nice doing it with you, with you chaps. Yeah. It's nice doing it. Thanks, guys. It's been fab. It's been a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you, Liam. Thank you, Joby. And thank you, Nick, for 
making your debut. Um, we're all off to shoot John Terry twice. The future's bright, the future's lily white. Good night. Oh, no.